you can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Heather McDonald has got the juices scoop. When you're on the road, when you're on the go, Juicy Scoop is the show to know. She talks Hollywood tales, her real life Mr. Sigmund serial data, and serial sister. You'll be addicted and addicted fast to the number one tabloid real life podcast. Listen in, listen up. Woo woo. Heather McDonald, Juicy Scoop. Hello and welcome to Juicy Scoop. I have the comedic legend, tall delight, fabulous hair. We are back from Texas. Welcome back, yeah. Justin Martindale. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. After a whirlwind. A whirlwind of Texas. Fun. We went to Houston mm-hmm. and then we did two shows in Dallas. All were sold out and they were so fun. Here we are. If you guys are watching this on the YouTube, subscribe. I'm just a few thousand away from 100,000. Get it, girl. When I get 100,000, there's going to be big things that are going to happen to me. <laughs> Only fans? Um, yes. <laughs> you don't know. Um, anyway, we had so fun, but let's, let's go through the weekend. Okay. First, the exciting part is when I was walking onto the plane with you guys on our way to Houston, we saw this cute, juicy scooper who was listening to Juicy Scoop. I mean, here she was listening as I walked in. I mean, made the day. That was made inception the right there. Delight, delight. <laughs> and then we got we did the show in Houston, which was fun. <laughs> and then when we got to Dallas, I ended up making a TikTok that has since gone viral. I think it, it has. It's about at a million now. Oh, wow. And because it was an important message. So I'm going to tell you the story, which you already know, but for the people. So we get into Dallas in the afternoon, like around 12, 30 mm-hmm. or something. And we were staying at a Westin, but now it's also a Marriott Boyvoy. Bonvoy. Bonvoy, yeah. yeah. Boyvoy. But we walked in and I immediately said, oh, this is nice. I'm glad it's so close to the airport because, you know, make going leaving tomorrow easy. 
We check into our room, so we have three rooms, and Annie and I are on the sixth floor, and you're on the fifth. Okay. And then we all meet down. Now, that's important to the story. So we all go downstairs, and we have lunch there. Uh-huh. And then we go up, and you get off at five, and Annie and I get off at six, and we go into my room, which was 624. And I can say that now because I'm home in Woodland Hills. Yeah. <laughs> Your room number? This yeah. is where I'm staying. Um. So Annie and I are just going through some stuff about the show, and then she leaves. And I'm on the bed working on the show. So normally, every time I check into a hotel and every time I walk into my room, I always do the the bolt and the thing on the top. Always. But because it was the afternoon and she had just walked out, I just remained sitting on the bed. I don't know how many minutes after, but within five minutes or maybe ten latest, it could have been two. I really don't know. But the door knocks. And it was kind of an aggressive knock. And it didn't sound like Annie. Like she'd forgotten something. So I'm like, yes, who is it? And this guy's like, yes, I need to come in. They called me or something like that. And I immediately realized I did not double dock it at that point. So I lock it, do the top lock. And I'm like, no, didn't call for anything. No, maintenance needs me to come in there. I'm like, no. And then he's like, housekeeping. Like, like I. it was so made me so nervous. Of course. And I said, um, no, I didn't. I don't need anything. I didn't call for anything. I don't need any house. I don't need any supplies. No, I don't need anything. And so I was like so scared that I wasn't even looking through the people. I was like standing back talking to this guy. And then I look in the people and I see him walking away. And he definitely said maintenance. And then he said housekeeping. And he was, I don't think he was either mm-hmm. because he wasn't I saw the housekeeping people and they were wearing like more of like a uniform. This guy just had like a shirt that was out and black or dark pants leaving and there was no kind of cart cart yeah. or shampoos or anything. Shampoos. So you know what I mean? Like the cart yeah. with the little shampoo, like where the yes, they're yes. like, do you need more supplies? The big housekeeping cart. So then I go and I call downstairs and I say, What happened? And explained it and I said, you know, this is the floor I'm on. This is my room. So please see if someone was in fact called and if they made a mistake and let me know. Because, you know, maybe I'm being whatever. A Karen, maybe I'm being a whatever. And then after like, so I call, then I call Annie and I tell her the story and I'm like, make sure you double lock your door and everything. Now at this hotel, you did not need your key to go upstairs. Right. You don't need the elevator. Anyone could walk in and press the button and get right up, Mm -hmm. which I know a lot of, a lot of hotels have made it that way. This is not. So then I'm like, you know, the only reason I knew to like call downstairs and be aware that this was weird is because I watched a lot of TikToks on it and a lot of true crime. Yeah. A lot (laughs) of things like this. Yeah. So I did a TikTok about it, and I told it. And in it, I go, look, this this could be a misunderstanding. But since the, the time, since I put it up there, but I did tell people, always lock it, look through the people. And I'm like, and also if you're a woman alone and you do need more towels and stuff, just say leave it at the door. Mm-hmm. Like you can never be too – the comments that came in, it's almost at a million views. The comments that came in, one person said, I looked through the, do- the people of someone saying that they were housekeeping, and it was a man and a woman, and a woman was only holding a small white towel. And people are like, is that chloroform? Like, I don't know. Right. And other people are like, where are all these reports of people getting kidnapped or raped or whatever? I don't know either. But it was weird. They never followed up with me. They never called. The hotel. T- they never it? said, oh, they never called back 10 minutes later and said, that was, you know, Jeremy, and he meant to go to 628. 
He apologizes. Don't mean to scare you, ma'am. Nothing like that. So then we go to the show, and we have so much fun. Yes. And uh, both shows great. And then, um, and because we gained an hour for daylight savings, right? We decided to go to the roundup. Oh yeah, we had to go to the roundup. <laughs> Wait, are we skipping the show? Are we going? Well, the show is all great. The show we're was gonna, all we're, great. We're going to go through okay. some topics. Okay. Oh, no, you have juice on the show. Yes. Sorry. Wait, you have so, to talk about the first show, the incident okay. Okay. that happened. So the so the first show, I've told you guys this before, that I love my audience. But sometimes these women drink too much, <laughs> uh-huh. and I don't know if it's because they've been breastfeeding for five years, three different kids. And this I think was that's their first it. Time, this was their first time out. <laughs> mm-hmm. They started drinking at four thirty when they were getting a blowout. I don't know, um, but sometimes they, they get loud, and I had like quieted them down. I think once before, and I'm yeah. like, "You guys, it's getting too chatty. You know, we, this is not an interactive thing." And then. This I I I was doing something about fashion and like an ass thing, which I'll talk about later. But what anyway? I just said, oh, it wasn't even mean. I no. wasn't even talking about anyone's specific ass. No. I was saying I don't think this is a, an acute fashion. It was a keyhole skims uh, butt cleavage, right? That they're launching. Yeah. So I'm like, now the new cleavage is butt cleavage, which we've talked about yes. maybe a year or two ago that yes. was going to happen. Butt cleavage, side cleavage, under tit cleavage. Everyone's just looking for the next cleavage. Uh, next, I I think it's going to be ball sack cleavage. No, I think oh. it's going to be the well. We've already seen a little of this, but I think it's going to be full vagina cleavage, which is just just the top, just the from between your thigh and the part of the vagina, but before the slit. Can't that, wait that part <laughs> making a rave. Okay, going to be a big deal. So we're laughing about it, talking about it, and this woman. Uh, there's two. Uh, there's like a balcony and then a regular <laughs> side, and she's like halfway in the middle, mm-hmm. just start screaming. Stood up. Stood up and screamed mm-hmm. and said something like, you can't talk about people's asses. Yeah. We were like, what? And I right away, I go, all right, you got to go. And I thought, do I give her another chance? And I'm like, no, I'm not no. going to give her another chance. I'm so sick of this shit. We've already hushed everyone. And she's, I can see her with a friend and the friend is kind of like annoyed with her. Stacy, sit down. And then the security, I'm like, no, security, please take her out. Yep. And so they took her out. And quickly, we got back to the fun show. Now, I said, I'm either going to get an email from this girl at 2 a.m. saying I'm a piece of shit and she paid a lot of money for these tickets and I'm an ass and I shouldn't talk about asses. Or maybe the next day she's going to be like, I'm so sorry I was drunk because I've gotten Mm -hmm. all of it. Yeah. So what scoop did you get? So I had someone reach out to me, Natalie. Thank you. Shout (laughs) Um, out to Natalie. And she was like, here's what happened. This chick was sitting right next to me. And I can tell you everything. And so I, I screenshot her uh, her DM, and I was like, I'm going to read this on the air. Now, mind you, I want to say, I think when the woman was escorted out, her friend went with her, and this is my favorite part of the story. Her <laughs> friend, once the drunk girl got past security, the friend went- You mean outside, outside the building? When like she got outside escorted Outside the out. uh, theater park. Yes, yes. The friend went, and I'm going back to my seat. <laughs> Was like, that's a true juicy scooper. Yeah. Leave your drunk best friend to fend for herself yes. on the streets of Dallas. Yes. You finish the juicy scoop Out, show. Outside of the Love is Blind Theater, the Granada Theater. Yeah. So she says, this woman was belligerent before the show even started. 
As soon as Heather was on stage, she knocked over the table, spilling drinks. I just want to interrupt. This was the early show. This was the first show, <laughs> 7 p.m. Seven, yeah. 7 p.m. God. Uh, she was knock, uh, knocked over the table, spilling drinks. She was taking flash photos during the show, even though Heather said, wait till the end. Now, I thought I saw a couple flashes going off, but I didn't say anything because yeah. you did it. Um, while she was taking photos, her phone was playing jazz music. <laughs> like, had on jazz on Spotify and was taking photos. Okay, she also wouldn't stop getting up, knocking into tables, and grabbing everyone's chairs to stand up. When y'all started talking about Love is Blind, she was screaming. Now, I think that's when we hushed everybody. Because yeah, there yeah. was that weird commotion. Okay. She got hostile when y'all were talking about uh, Ozempic. Yes. Ozempic and everyone losing weight. She was getting mad about Jessica Simpson and she stood up and yelled, quit talking about people's bodies. Now, I remember that. Okay. Which we weren't. And that's when everyone started screaming that she needed to leave. She was waiting outside for her friend when the show was over. So that's what happened. I'd really love to hear from the friend. Oh, same. Yes. Same. yeah. But so, also, it's like one of those things, too, is a performer, like, you have to make that step and be like, okay, we've got to, someone's, a, you know, interrupted. But as for us, we were like, okay, well, shit, now we have to, like, reset, which is hard, but we did it. We were like, okay, that happened, moving forward. You I mean, know? it's and it's even harder when I'm in, like, a stand-up routine. Right. Oh, this was This was a little bit easier because we just, like, shook it off, went to the next topic. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's... Really distracting as a performer. And then it's like I I feel that weird like codependent mothery thing mm-hmm. where like I'm like, girl, like I want to give you another chance. And in the past I have yes. with people and I've been like, stop. But I know that everyone around her, their experience is being severely compromised. It's mortifying. And that's what bothers me. It's yeah. about the other people. Like not only is it hard for me. But it's all the other people that are like, fucking do something. Yeah, they're like, what's going to happen? Like, this is happening and, and I don't like it. And since we're in a theater and not a comedy club, and oftentimes the comedy clubs, they're understaffed and they aren't aggressive about getting people out. But it really had to, like, come from me to be like, no, goodbye. Mother has spoken. And it was kind of really um, empowering. Yeah, it was. Because I'm like, I don't care. I don't care that you paid. You're, like, fucking annoying. Yeah. And this is why I support women. I will say one thing about Ozempic. Uh-huh. Okay. I did get a long DM from someone who said, I know you're talking about it, and I know people are talking about it, everybody's on it, and you might find like just an interesting topic. But apparently, there is such a shortage now to get it. <laughs> and the people that really need it are not able to get it. Mm-hmm. I also have got, we also heard from another Juicy Scooper who took it, and some of the um, drawbacks or side effects were, uh, he, he can't drink or, can't drink alcohol or coffee. I'm out. I know. And then um, you're extremely thirsty all the time. Wow. Which if you're on this drug, you're probably thirsty anyway. Like hydrating or like Instagram? I think both, but definitely hydrating. Okay. And the thing, now I also heard if you have any kind of thyroid issues or any kind of um, susceptibility to thyroid cancer, you should definitely not go on it. And then the the last thing this guy said was... um, it made him really tired and like his one friend couldn't keep up with it mm-hmm. because he couldn't function with his job. It was making him too exhausted. So for me, I can't be tired. And I'm, no. you know, but now I'm also thinking, 
Um, not that I was even looking into it, but I I think the thyroid thing scares me, and then also I don't ever want to be responsible for taking a drug from someone else because I was like because it's a di- it's for diabetes, it's for right? Diabetes, but yeah. I was like, well, wait a minute, it's not it's not like I'm taking insulin. Like, uh-huh. isn't this kind of a new drug? And they said, no, no, this is just one person. No, it's been around for a while, and now it's really hard to get for that people that actually need it. So. I thought that was kind of interesting. Can I ask something? Is yeah. it is it because like I guess like during lockdown like people gained weight and they want to lose it fast? Is that what it is? Like No, I think that someone that they discovered that this was a side effect just much like when Latisse, which made your eyelashes grow. Oh, right. That came from helping older people with um glaucoma. Oh, okay. And that's when they realized, "Oh my god, there's something in this that makes eyelashes grow." So I think they originally made it just for diabetic people and then realize this was something it's a side effect and for some people it they can take it and just lose weight uh-huh. and they don't have diabetes and they don't get sick and nothing happens to them for now who knows long term but of course they have all those like warnings at the end so i think that's kind of what happened and i think then people were tuned into it mm-hmm. and even though you need the insurance you need to be diagnosed to get it for insurance or a discount there's enough people that are happy to pay a couple grand a month to lose 12, 12 pounds God, I wish I had that discipline and that bank account. <laughs> but there you go. So, um, okay. So then um, I found out before I went to my Dallas show that I had my first protester. Aren't you excited? Yes. Yes. This and, was sent to me. And it says, repent to Jesus. Mm-hmm. With a Juicy Scoop Pink poster. <laughs> I kind of, okay. As much as I want to make this about me, I think there's a chance that he's just telling everyone should repent and well, not just Heather McDonald. I think let's just keep it in your head that it was just because you're Heather McDonald. And, but, and because Jesus flicked me when I fell. Yes. Okay. But I also think that there's a group of guys who do this for women, for women performers. Oh, Someone said in the yeah. thread or something that they're like, if there's ever a female performer or headliner, they go and they call them whores and all this stuff. And and Yeah. And I guess, you know, he, he couldn't get a group of friends with him that day. And he said, you know what? I'm going to go solo on this. I think I can carry it. And they, the police took him away. Apparently he said, if you go to the show, you're going to hell. Yeah, oh, he did he, tell a oh, couple. Yeah, he told Juicy Annie Scoopers. Annie said he yeah. was telling Juicy Scoopers as they walked in with their, oh my God, everyone was dressed to the nines, by the so way. So good. Dallas, I mean, every all my Juicy yes. Scoopers looked gorgeous. Houston but, was amazing. But the, the Dallas people, they, they all had the best hair. They all had uh, great bags. They all had like really good outfits. Rolls Royces. Lots oh. of cute cowboy boots. Yes. Like short boots, high boots. Just really put together. And, and can so, I can I say that the yeah. men too, the men that were there, like had their hair on point. I felt very represented. Yes, um, it had, was and very we had nice. Some delightful husbands that thoroughly enjoyed it. Straight mm-hmm. husbands yeah. and gay husbands. So they all loved it. And um, so uh, yeah, I guess they were saying so. Okay, it was about me. Good. And then also, um, <laughs> I've made it into a. My viral video has made it into a couple political ads where they were like, you know, this is what the other person did. They insisted on vaccines and and then they just show me falling. What was the movie called? Well, the movie is called Sudden Death and that's about the vaccines. (laughs) And I'm featured in that along with a bunch of other people that have been caught fainting on film, which is interesting. You did it first. You did it first. (laughs) You started the trend. And then the other one is just this uh, this governor's ad. From Iowa, yeah. No, I used Idaho. Oh, it was Idaho. Was Idaho. We've and been saying Iowa no, all weekend. No, I said Idaho and you corrected me. And it was wrong. And it was Idaho. I, Idaho, anyway, Iowa, whatever. Um, 
<laughs> anyway, Peter said, should we copyright that video? And I said, no, I just, I like to be on TV. Just yeah. anybody that wants to, even if it's me painting with my head's <laughs> eyes going back in my head. Okay, so we had that happen. Then we go to the Roundup. The round and, um, you We're- know, we had some very powerful Texan friends, uh, Kelly and Kim. And there was a long line. Long and ass line. they're very confident that I'm a lot more famous than I am. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it shouldn't be a problem. And it was until I think they paid them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they sure did. They were like, we're the, the lesbian mayors of this town. We've got you guys. My friend even had like a mayor hat on. She looked yeah, cute. They were so, awesome. The, so then we go and we decide to go to the karaoke spot. I mean, first of all, the roundup, I remember going to the roundup, which was made famous by Leanne from yes. Housewives of Dallas. But I remember when I lived in Dallas, the roundup was like a country bar saloon. We walked in there and it was like and Mardi Gras. It was like gr- yeah, routed. I don't know if it was because of daylight fun. savings. The extra hour, but it was slammed. Did us good. So we go to the back karaoke bar. Oh, let me just remind people of Leanne Lockham was a Real Housewives of Dallas, and I think the show, though I liked a lot of the girls, was pretty boring as Mm -hmm. a as like a four season show. But the greatest moment was when Leanne Lockham was high on, um, not drugs, but to get her breasts fixed. Okay, so she was on anesthesia. So I think she was kind of out of it, and she was miked, and she said to Brandy, who was one of the other cast members, she said, I don't know why Carrie always comes for me. You know, her husband gets his dick sucked at the roundup. I know the boys who did it. Mm-hmm. And that's where it became famous. And it's a big venue. I mean, I hope she goes and gets free drinks for the rest of her life. I bet she does. She yeah. has to. I mean, it was the best publicity, and I love that club, and the staff was wonderful. And yeah, we had a good time. And anyway, uh, allegedly, that's what she said, and there was no proof of it. And I've met Carrie Duber and her husband, and I don't know anybody that did suck his dick at the roundup. I don't. Okay? Just saying that's what I'm consumed. I okay, do. So- no, I'm just kidding. I don't. <laughs> you can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So here I am pulling a Kathy Hilton, um, <laughs> trying to tell the host of the karaoke 
that I'd like to sing. Uh-huh. And I'm like, do I have to wait in the long line like I'm a little bit famous? Mm-hmm. I mean, what a thirst trap that I just did two entire shows, two meet and greets. And I'm like, I think I still have a song in me. Mind you, can I just say, yeah. we had been in this room for maybe five minutes. Yeah. You, we walked in and we were like, oh, karaoke. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then I went and I did my classic. I've written about it in my books. I've told you. It's Bonnie Raitt. Let's give him something to talk about. I'm mm-hmm. not going to try a new song when I'm at the fucking roundup. So here I am. Look at you. You got tipped? I didn't get tipped. Yeah, this guy gave me a couple dollars. I put them in my Spanx. Good for you. Oh. Just amazing. Um, so here we are just having fun as the night goes on. And then um, oh. Justin oh. was going to be part of this, too. Wait. Oh, no. Oh, I did not want to do this. I remember this. No. Oh, no. No, I definitely didn't want to do it. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, Justin's being so shy right now. He's definitely not wanting to participate. I did not want to participate. No, you did it. No, I was like, it. I was like, it reminds me of like an anthem, you know? And I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. You feel like it was a little too gay for you. <sighs> well, it's just YMCA. It's like, oh. So anyway, we um, had a lot of fun. Then uh, went to Kelly and Kim's house, had another drink, which we probably could have lived without. Then I come back to the hotel at three. And the man is in your room at this. No, I'm just no. <laughs> And I did not have my oh. key card. Oh, my God. The drama. Which I looked over. I'm like, no big deal, right? Here's yeah. my ID. 624. Can I get my key card? This woman was like, I can't help you. I go, what do you mean? She's like, well, it's going to be about 35 to 45 minutes to get your key. I'm like, mm-hmm. how is this possible? You're a huge corporation. It's 2022. There's got to be people coming home. That don't. I mean, it'd be one thing if I had no ID. At what time? It was like but 3 I had in the morning. ID. I had the credit card that played for the, I just was like, and she was like, sorry, no. So Justin was like, just come into my room and you know, I have two beds mm-hmm. and you can sleep. I'm like, no, I want to wash my face. Like, this is ridiculous. So then we did a TikTok about that. Mm-hmm. Pretty buzz, annoyed. And then she called after about 20 minutes and was able to get us our key. But then when I checked out, I told the person, I go, look, it's not her fault. It's not your fault. Like, but this is crazy. Like, it made no sense. What, what, I, what if I didn't have Justin? I was just going to like lay on a couch at 3 a.m. for 45 minutes. Like, there should be a way to to do a key at all hours. And um, and then I also said, and did you, I want to tell you about my viral TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> like, She's like, there was a stranger that also tried to get into my room that day. So what's going on, like, Bonvoy? Yeah, we don't know. And I go, no, nobody, I get it. Like, I know you got, it's not your problem, but you might want to tell your manager to then tell other people that these things happen because they might get back to them since this video is going viral. And I made very clear where the, what hotel it was and where it was. I've never seen you more mad. I was pissed. I got scared. Not for, I got scared because for the lady, because the lady was just like, man, there's nothing I can do. And you're like, you know what? Fuck this. I paid for this fucking, and I was like, oh shit, she's mad. Like, I, I'm, and I, and, and I, you had every I did right. say, I go, I know it's not your fault. Yes, yes. Like, you've been trained to do this. But, but it I'm made saying no it's sense. Not, it's not right, though. Because then we got like, back to my room, and we're doing the TikTok, and, my, and the phone rang. Yeah. And we hadn't been there, I don't think, for 20 minutes. Somehow she was able to do like, it. And she's like, okay, I'm going to come, I'm going to yeah. come let you in. I'm like, why didn't we do this from the beginning? 
Anyways. So, anyway, you know, we love to travel, and we I love when I come, and the shows are sold out. But part of being a performer is you book your shows, and then you let people know on your podcast or whatever that I'm coming to this place in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And won't you please buy a ticket? Because I'd like to come. Mm-hmm. And I came across another comedian who lives just down the street from me, mm-hmm. uh, Whitney Cummings. And um, I didn't think this was very nice, what she said about the Oxnard Club, which is a beautiful club, mm-hmm. very new, Levity Live in a beautiful square in Oxnard. And Oxnard is um, kind of between LA and Santa Barbara. It's past like a thousand oaks, and it is beautiful and this is like a little bit inland, but you go and you're right there at the beautiful Hollywood Beach. It's called Hollywood Beach. Million, million dollar homes, okay, at the beach. Um, but for whatever reason, Whitney Cummings didn't seem very excited to go there. And um, this is what she recorded. ...to Oxnard on December 8th, 9th, and 10th to Levity Live. Now, you're already pushing. Like, I'm already coming to Oxnard. The fact that I have to, like, promote it and tell everyone is so fucking embarrassing. If we don't sell this out in the next 24 hours, how about this? I'm just canceling. This is already so beneath me to even be fucking coming to wherever the fuck this fucking wasteland of a hellhole. How dare... Why, like, why am I even reading this? This is sick. This is sickening. I'm sick. You make me sick. Where even is Oxnard? Santa Barbara. It's in, it's like north of Santa Barbara. If I come to Santa Barbara, <laughs> if I come to Oxnard and there's not a line seven fucking miles long down the street, I will set this entire state on fucking fire. I, I hope I'm being clear. We good? Yeah. Good. Well, now, as a native Californian, as an 818 till I die, as someone who's lived here my whole life, unlike Whitney, she came from the East Coast. I didn't like this Whitney. This is not the Whitney I like. I know maybe she was trying to be funny. I think it's really rude to people that live in Oxnard. It's making like, it seemed very elitist. You mm-hmm. joke about fires, okay, when we have the worst fire situation ever. Setting fires. Setting yeah. fires. And you put down a area of town, which is very nice. And also has working people as well as wealthy people that right. all came, have come to the show. The theater is beautiful, great food. I loved performing there in the past. And it's just, it's so elitist and it's so great. And I get it. You, you are of a higher level than maybe comics that you feel have to say, hey, come to my show. But you know what? People can't pay for gas. And Christmas is around the corner. And maybe the tickets weren't going as fast as previous times. But, like, not a great idea. So, anyway, I'm like, I don't know. But I saved it because I wanted to talk about it as a native Californian who loves my all the cities that are involved in this state. And I didn't like it. And um, I didn't appreciate it. Now, if she was joking, she's, I think she sensed take it down. She took it down? I, I, I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. So I think someone said, hey, if this was a joke, some things don't hit. But talking about start setting the thing on fire and ripping on a town. And yeah. it's not north of Santa Barbara. You don't know that because you're not from California. It is south of Santa Barbara. And it's a great club. 
and there's a Larson's you can eat at the before, and oh, there's yeah. a yard house that you can yeah. eat at before. And I would love, I would love to go back, and I know I can because they're very happy with the times I've been there. So, and when I go there, yes, I will invite people to come and ask people to come, and whoever comes, I will be grateful that you bothered to come. So, what we're saying is Oxnard. Heather and I will be doing Juicy Scoop live. One no day, problem. we'll nope. do it. I would love to get in my car and drive 48 minutes to a I, gig. I just couldn't like, imagine. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I love coming on planes and seeing you guys in Texas, too. But, like, it, it's so convenient. It's so great. It's, it's so easy. I don't know. It's so weird, too, because it's just like, what? How? so do you think by shitting on the town, people are going to be like, you know what? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd be like. Yeah, well, I, now- I live in bumfuck Oxnard, yeah. so I will go. Like, yeah. no, I don't think it was a great. No. It wasn't a great move. It's not cute. But, you know, she is so famous, mm-hmm. which is why I'm able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so speaking of famous people, this is a real juicy topic that uh, Justin and I have discussed before on the show. Selena Gomez said that Taylor Swift is her only friend in Hollywood. I never fit in with a cool group of girls that were celebrities. Now, do you guys remember when I was walking through Gelson's and I saw a cover of a magazine about a year ago? And it was Selena Gomez saying, my best friend. She did a photo shoot with my best friend. And I said, I wonder if this girl she's claiming is her best friend is the one who gave her, um, mm-hmm. her uh, Fran- Francia Riza, if it was Francia Riza, who gave her her kidney. Mm-hmm. Let her have her kidney because uh, Selena Gomez suffers from lupus and needed a kidney transplant. So, um, but it wasn't. And I, we and I talked about it, and I said, I'm sorry, I think if you gave someone your kidney, you can have other friends, but you should be the best friend. Like, you should be the B-Fry, and they should be the S-Den on the little heart necklace charm. Oh. That, and that I would think when, when blood is going through their kidney inside of your body, yeah. that should constitute a great friend. However, um, wait, little side note. You know, my other favorite story, you know who also gave their husband a kidney who george lopez's wife oh right gave him a kidney and then he divorced her oh and now he has a new show with his daughter lopez versus lopez coming out you're welcome i just gave you a shout out hope that kidney's working out for you anyway so so we talk about it yes and that night something very scary happened for you and me the bots came after us. Oh, right. Or the bo- maybe not the bots. Maybe real fans. They came after me. How dare I say anything negative about Selena Gomez? Which we did. I did a. The TikTok was going viral. It was just us talking about it from the show. I had to take it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin, you had to go in hiding. I had to go into hiding. People were like, kill yourself. Yes. Uh, take a bath with a toaster. And so, I was like, I'm on it. Relax. <laughs> so many rat and snake emojis. Yeah. Everywhere, a crazy, terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You fucking scared me. Well, now I'm not worried about talking about it. And let's see. Let's see if Elon Musk has cleaned out the bots. Let's see <laughs> when I post this on Twitter what reaction I get. Because I kind of want to see if it's true. So, yeah, what happened? So she she left. She has a new movie out and she did she not. She has a documentary about her being bipolar, which I've not seen. It just came it out. It just came out like Friday. while we were in Dallas. Yeah. yeah. And she's very talented, very beautiful, but people talk about this friendship thing. Now, other people, Selena Gomez fans, are saying, well, she just meant that um, her only famous singer friend- Celebrity friend. 
well, celebrity friend, this girl's an actress. Oh. So they said, well, she's an actress. Maybe she meant my only famous um, sing. Okay, she said her direct quote was, she's my only famous friend in the industry. Oh. That is my real friend. Music my only industry. friend in the industry is is um, Taylor Swift. Now, this girl is in the industry. Now, if she was a roofer, I would say, all right, your statement's okay. Mm-hmm. Because your, famous, your industry friend, but entertainment industry is what people refer to industry. They don't think dancing industry, M- music, singing. Music, yeah. When you talk about the industry in LA, it's entertainment, which includes every asset of entertainment, okay? So, yeah. I, I don't know where I would love to get this girl on. Have her come on. Fran, Francia Reza, please come on my show. And if you have no problem with it or anything, if you'd like to maybe shed light on giving kidneys to people, I don't know. I want to know how you feel about it. I want to know how, like you did this next thing and then every maybe six months to a year, the story comes up again yeah, because it's... of stuff like this. And is that bothersome to you where you're maybe you're like good you're fine you don't need to be the best friend you don't even like hanging out with Just you like, that stop much bringing it up i don't know yeah, the story's like the McRib, but yeah. it's like the McKidney. <laughs> it's like it always just keeps coming back. Yeah. So, you know, but I can relate because this weekend, yep. Chris Jenner had a beautiful party for her birthday. And the theme was dress like Chris Jenner. And everybody came dressed like Chris Jenner, all the daughters and I think many of the girlfriends that were invited. Now, I was not invited. Which I wouldn't expect to be invited, yeah. and I couldn't go anyway because I was had my sold out shows with Justin in Dallas. Right. However, I was like, you know what's interesting? You guys know, my just keepers know. It's annoying when I've created everything and everyone copies me, and I've, I was always the first to do things. And I was 100% the first person to ever impersonate Kris Jenner because she was on the E show, and I was the first person who write, wrote a sketch about it, had her be it. Uh, the first sketch, she played herself, and I played Chloe. But after that, I always played Chris, and I actually went to, to Halloween and surprised her as Chris. Mm-hmm. And Peter went in the um, in the Chris Frangiola. We borrowed Chris Chris Frangiola was the original um, Bruce Jenner from the Olympics, and we did this bit. And then we then I took that outfit and let Peter borrow it for Halloween, and we showed up at their house, and the two of them loved it, loved it, loved it, and. That's all. I just wanted to say, you know, so I did a little post and I said, when you were the first person in history to ever dress like and impersonate at Kris Jenner and they forget to invite you to a party titled Dress Like Kris Jenner. Good thing I have three sold out shows. And then I said uh, to get me over the snub. Happy birthday, Chris. Just kidding. Hashtag Bitter Betty. Juicer Scoop. Kardashians. Happy birthday. Just kidding. <laughs> That's what you said. Oh, Happy meant, birthday, just I meant, kidding. I meant, I meant I'm kind of kidding about this, but I'm kind of not. Okay. <laughs> but honestly, we haven't hung out in many years, so it totally makes sense that if she had a small girls party that I would not make that cut. It's completely appropriate that I did not make that cut. But did she I just like want it? to remind people that it was my idea first. Did she see it? Did she like it? No. Okay. No. Well. So there you go. I don't think she liked that photo, but that was the only one I had of us together. Okay, so Jessica Simpson did a Pottery Barn ad in which she used Pottery Barn to decorate her daughter's room. And people were very disturbed because they felt like she had trouble speaking, her appearance. She's lost a lot of weight. She looks a little different. Her eyes seem a little sunken to to people's people's opinion. And they all wrote about it. And um, 
And I do want to say one thing someone brought up was, you know, if you ever watch the show with she and Nick Lachey, sometimes she would have to do like commercials or ads or whatever, and she would have to do a lot of takes. So I don't think she's great, like, in a commercial, Mm -hmm. in presenting stuff. So I think there's that. I think she's definitely lost a lot of weight. Um, And her weight has always fluctuated over the years, so I think she's had issues with weight. Also, once you're, like, over 40, and I think she's about 40, can look up her age, and you're, like, a size 2, you're not going to look the way you looked when you were 25 in a mm-hmm. size 2. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. 42. She's yeah. 42. And so it's like her face is going to look different. And um, so then she went on in her studio and she said, you know, fuck you. And, like, I don't need to hear this. She wrote a, a caption about it. And really kind of clapped back. But um, I get why people were concerned. But, you know, also, they she sees us all, you know, too. So she was upset by it. Do you think that she's on, uh, what's it called? Ozempic? <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Or something like it. Because um, it made me think, like, one of the side effects were side effects include. Yeah. Tired. She seemed tired. Yeah. And just kind of like it. I even said it sound like it kind of gave me um, a flashback to when Anna Nicole was on like the MTV Movie Awards and she was like doped out on Trim Spa. Yes. And remember when she was talking, she's like, you want, oh, Oops, yeah, that? it's my oh, phone. Okay. It's when she was like, she was like, you want my body? And it had that yeah. weird tremble to yeah, it. Like, oh, yeah. And everyone was kind of like, what's happening? And she was really skinny. I don't know. I, she also thought, Tuna was chicken. Right. And she thought buffaloes had wings. Yeah. So maybe she's not the best for commercials. Right, exactly. So, I mean, that that was one thing. Then this was Juicy. A Juicy Scooper wrote me this. Harley Pasternak. Um, this is a weird coincidence. But the same trainer, Harley Pasternak, that allegedly threatened to have Kanye institutionalized again, where they medicate the crap out of you. Now, you're wondering, what is this about? Kanye posted um, uh, exchanges he had with this trainer, Harley, mm-hmm. and which I'll get to in a minute. And then he took it down, but he did post that. And um, and where uh, where he said, Harley said to him, I will institution, you will be institutionalized again, where they medicate the crap out of you, and you go back to Zombieland forever, is also, this guy, apparently is Jessica Simpson's personal trainer. Mm-hmm. And she said in an interview she was following his diet plan to lose over 100 pounds. He also is the personal trainer to Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Brittany Murphy, rest <gasps> in peace, <sighs> and her husband, <gasps> Mac Miller, rest in peace. Whose husband? Brittany Murphy. Was her Mac Miller wasn't married to Brittany Murphy. Who's Mac Miller? No, Mac Miller was a rapper. He was with Ariana Grande. Oh, oh, no, sure. he was Brittany Murphy and her husband, who did also pass away from oh, pneumonia. And, oh, and her husband. Okay, so But her... remember, she got really skinny before she passed away, right. too. Yes, and, and so she passed away, then the husband passed away, and then yeah. also Mac Miller passed away. So. God. Oh, I so this that's... is the Kanye West um, text that he shared on Instagram, apparently, allegedly from this trainer from a while back. I'm going to help you one of a couple ways. First, you and I sit down and have a loving and open conversation, but you don't use cuss words and everything that is discussed is based in fact and not some crazy stuff that dumb that dumb friend of yours told you or that you saw in a tweet. Harley, I'm with you. I understand. Okay? 
Second option, I have you institutionalized again where they medicate the crap out of you and you go back to zombie land forever. Play date with the kids just won't be the same. Jesus. So very threatening. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, Kanye and, and whatever he's trying to get his message out of what he, how he believes he's been mistreated in the media and through other people, he wanted people to know this about this guy, that this was sent to him, allegedly. But it didn't come out of a place of like, like, I'm going to get you. It's like, no, like, this is... Well, he says, again, right? Oh, yeah. Where you does... go back. So it's like, was he part of it the first time that Kanye went away? Right. Is and there malicious... And he was threatening it again. He's threatening it again. And he has some connection to... <clears throat> the powers that be to get somebody somebody institutionalized as their trainer. It's so nurse ratchet. It's pretty scary. It is scary. So Angie's list is now Angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. At Arizona State University, we offer a wide variety of degree programs online to match all kinds of interests and career aspirations. Programs that are taught by the same notable faculty who teach on campus and designed using innovative technology to improve learning outcomes and equip you for post-graduation success. That's why 87% of ASU online graduates indicated they were promoted at work or received an increase in salary after earning their degree. Find your program at asuonline.asu.edu. Let's move to some fun. Um, Cher, yes. 76-year-old Cher, is dating Amber Rose's ex-boyfriend Alexander Edwards and they after having dinner with Tyga and the three of them were having a very quiet dinner where you go this you go to you guys go to this place if you just honestly want to have like a really private dinner and no one to know that you went out to dinner with anybody and it's called Craig's Craig's and um <laughs> Paparazzi just happens to always be there. It's just casual. Just a casual paparazzi. And uh, got a photo of them. They definitely seemed romantic. And he was holding her hand in the car and like kissing her hand. Mm -hmm. And he also has doubled down and said, yes, like age is not. He said something like age is not a number of something like that. 40 years age difference. I'm really happy with this. Would you say it was a May-December romance? Definitely a May-December romance. Um, And I said, if it's a leap year... (laughs) I'm ready. I think Cher, Cher deserves this. She's yeah. been single for a while. Why does Madonna have to have all the fun with dating younger guys? And you know what? If she if Cher's getting new dick, that means we're probably going to get a new tour. Uh, and I'm all for it because she's done her farewell tour like 12 times. Yeah. And I love someone that says this is the final thing, whether she, it's going to Oxnard. Yeah. Or share going on tour. This is it. If you don't show up, um, I will say though, uh, I believe he came to. I think it was it was him 
Will you see if he's the father of Amber's younger son? Um, this guy, but he cheated on. He was very charming when he came. He was very sweet when Amber came on the show, mm-hmm. and they were very in love at that time. And she also said, but then he admitted to cheating on her, like on a radio show. She found out she she he cheated. She got rid of him, and then he confirmed it was true. But one thing that Amber did say was that her mother adored him, loved him, loved him, loved him, loved him. Now, I'm not saying the mother was romantically involved, but I'm just saying older women find him charming. Good. And this is their child. This is oh, and that, so this is the father of the child. How? What a weird world we live in. Yeah, like Cher could be Amber, like Amber Rose's kid's stepmom. Right. Whoa. I didn't know he would back time. Oh, holy God, that's so wild. Ah. Uh, and Chaz could be that child's step sibling. Right. Chaz Bono. Step stepbrother. Yeah. That's crazy. That could be the new stepbrothers. Yes. Chaz Bono and, and this and little Rose's kid. baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think they're like boning? Yes. Do you think so? A hundred percent. Because I'm just wondering if it's just like taking care of her and just kissing her and just being romantic or if it's just like, you know, hey, no. Cher, can you handle this? And she's pinning him down like, and I'm strong enough, you know, and you're like, ah. I mean, I who knows what kind of how they are in this act together. Mm-hmm. But I, I think they're in, they're in the sack. I know, but also you're 76. Like, I don't. Th- she's I'm still just, got it. You still got it, but I'm. T- I don't know if you can do like the tricks and the spinning and she like can do the tricks. Okay, good for her. <laughs> um, very sad news. Oh, of course, no. we heard this on Saturday. Aaron Carter has passed. He struggled with drugs and alcohol for so long, and he was found in his bathtub in his home in Lancaster, which is like an hour outside of LA. Um, Have a great improv there. Uh, no, do they? Oh, God. <laughs> we will be coming to Lancaster. It's like out on the outskirts of L.A., like an out, outside of L.A., yeah. and, you know, communities are there. It also has trouble with drugs and selling of drugs and with the rise of fentanyl. Mm-hmm. I I'm just guessing. I wouldn't be surprised if when they do do an autopsy, if they do, that besides maybe there being prescription type drugs in his system, maybe he tried to buy some type of prescription drugs, thinking, but he, he had to buy it on the street because he needed so much of it. Right. And then of course those things they're made. There's like these copycat like Xanax thing where they actually have the thing that looks like the the pill. Oh, right. And then it has other things in it, like a fentanyl or something. And I'm <sighs> thinking, hopefully something like that didn't happen. So it's like, yes, he was abusing drugs. But I think, of, of course, it sounds very much like an accidental thing. And it was sad. He had a, he had a girlfriend. He had an 11-month-old child. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, uh. um, and then his brother, um, Aaron uh. Carter, I mean, sorry, Nick Carter, the brother, sobbed during a touching tribute to Aaron at a back boys a back street boys concert on one day after he passed. They were in London. Yeah, I saw this video yesterday and it was oh, heart-wrenching. Heartbreaking. I love I'm a Backstreet Boys fan for life. Like I love them to death and it's just so sad. He like I have to give props to Nick for I mean finding out your brother passed away less than 24 hours and then performing in London. Like I don't know exactly the the venue. I don't know if it was the O2 or whatever, but like 
and they did a tribute. They like like they were on top of it, being like photos of the family and stuff. And that's so great. The, I'm, I'm the glad guys, they went forward with the show. I yeah, really they rallied am. around him. Because, they had his you know, back. He, it's just because like, I mean, by going forward with the show, he was getting love and attention on him and his life. Versus if Nick said, I'm not going to do the show, I'm going to cancel the show, and then all these other people were not only sad that Aaron died, but that they also didn't get to see the show. So I think it was like a really great thing for him to well, do. Well, and it shows like how much he loved him because even even when uh, Aaron was alive, like Aaron would get on TikTok and say like the most horrible yes. things about his brother, he, like where it was like sexual Acc- assault. Accusing, or, accusing him of a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah, and it's like at the end of the day, he was like, no, I loved my brother. It's just he was just in such a dark place and couldn't get the help that he needed. And it's, yeah, it's just tragic. And I think Hillary Duff posted about it like, you were my first love. I mean, he was such a big, like, Disney. Was he Disney or Nickelodeon? Well, the other part, the other sad thing is yeah. in certain states, at least California, um, you can't force your loved one to get help. Mm-hmm. There's, no, you know, unless you're that, I guess, that trainer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. God. Or Lou Thornton or something. I don't know. But for a regular person who has a loved one, like a sibling, that they really want them to go into a drug, they cannot force them to. Mm. So that's what's really hard, too. Um, uh, another prediction came true. Did we not call that? Jingle Bell Rock is Lindsay Lohan's <laughs> new movie. and and no, 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 no. Falling for Christmas is the movie. Falling Jingle, for Christmas, yes. but Jingle Bell Rock is what she's saying as Mean Girls when, we, when they, they wore the hot Santa yes, outfits. Yes, So she has, in fact, recorded a new version of that song, and it's everything. It's everything we thought it would be, I and mean, it's here. Prediction come true. Watch out, Mariah, because <laughs> here we go. Jingle Bell Rock. Have you heard it yet? There was a clip of it, and it's 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 something. <laughs> I want to jump to. Um, a very juicy prediction that Peter made. Wait, what? Peter has his own prediction. Okay. okay. He sent this to me. First of all, he filled it off the news and was like, this is fake. This is fake. And then he sent it to me and he goes, I predict this is fake. So the Today Show, this story came, the story behind the surfer who got photobombed by a great white shark. Peter believes that this is not a real photo. Where? What am I looking at? Do you see the shark in the back? Oh, oh what? The, is that a fin? Yes. Okay. Peter says he doesn't believe it's true. Um, his experience as a photographer, mm-hmm. but more importantly, as a San Diego native and Oceanside lifeguard. I I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Peter, investigate it. Tell me what you guys think. Do you agree with Peter? Or not. And where is this supposed to be? In San Diego? Peter, where was this supposed to be? California. Uh, Southern California. He doesn't believe it. Now, why don't you believe it, Peter? Because the shark is too big? The sharks do not come above the water like that. The sharks do not come above the water like that. Now, I will say in your defense, I will say in the defense of other people, he says ever, ever, uh, 35 years ago when you were a lifeguard in Oceanside, the earth was different. Yeah. And apparently sharks are getting bigger, yes. more aggressive. Pangea. I don't yeah. know if you saw Jaws 3. I don't know if you saw Jaws 3, but the baby of Jaws went 
from the Atlantic Ocean into the Pacific Ocean to, fu- to find the person that killed its mother. So, yeah, yeah shit happens with sharks. And that, that only happens in South Africa off the very cold southern. It's called Cape Town. Peter, yes. Peter yeah. is saying it only happens in South Africa. Okay, you guys. I watch well, documentaries, and I've seen sharks. The great whites jump out of the water to eat. In South Africa. All right. Let's see. So, in California. All I know is just, that. They're, just, they're all stoned and just swim underwater. All I know is that Justin successfully predicted that mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan would re-release the song Jingle Bell Rock for mm-hmm. her Netflix Christmas movie. And we will see. Where Peter's prediction lands, we should probably know in a couple weeks. Right. Me just talking about it will start an investigation up there with Watergate. We're going to get David Attenborough on the show. and (laughs) Who's that? What? (laughs) He's the BBC documentary guy. Oh, okay. Get him then. The great white shark jumps above the water. We're going to figure it out. We don't know. Um, I know you stopped following our girl, Brittany. I did. I couldn't. Let me look. She had a weekend. Did she? She had quite a weekend. Good. She... Did she get out of her kitchen? This is what no, this is what people are concerned about. Okay. So she's doing her normal dancing, crop top, bikini bottom, white boots. And she says, my crop top with my sleeves is my very she explains it as her very expensive blouse, which is weird. And she goes, I went back to my old house and danced in it. And people are like, okay, so when you sell your house to someone, you just knock on the door. <laughs> and they happen to have all the same furniture and you're dancing around. So mm. more and more people are like, I think she's losing it, and I also really don't know if any of this is true. Where is Sam? What is happening? Do they Did they keep both houses? Is this an old video? What's happening? And then she posted the same thing one, two, mm. three, four, five, six, or five times, um, which was strange. And then this was, this, this was pretty weird. This was one of her posts this weekend. My new expensive white butterfly top. Lots of teas. It's crazy. Here's me dancing with no heels. Heel emoji. Trust me, ladies, before I started dating Sam, way back when, I wore the highest fucking heels. My second year in, I think maybe my feet got younger, Mm, and I wanted to fucking run. We will let you know when we are ready for you. I don't know what that means. Did you get your tea? We made you bake two hours for it. She's always talking about how she didn't get to have coffee or tea when she was under the conservatorship. So obviously my performances went from motherfucker to barefoot, a barefoot emoji. Slave for you performance. We are all in the jungle. Let's get ready. Guess it was interesting. Faced with a little, what is that called? Monocle. Entertainment. The the Mad Libs of it all, it's just like pick a verb, pick a noun, pick an adjective, put it all together. Now, as someone who's been studying the Britney Spears Instagram for a solid two, three years, I think I've been covering it. This really doesn't make sense. At all. There were a couple that didn't make sense. And then there was this girl on TikTok that's like, I'm from Louisiana and I I, I know what she's talking about. And she'd break it down and I'd be like, okay, this is by far the weirdest, in my opinion. So I don't know. I mean, at this point, Tara reads like, hold my beer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's like, I got it from here, girl. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, very exciting. Rebel Wilson and her girlfriend of seven months, they were engaged and then they got married. Her name's Ramona. And then today, that was over the weekend, then they got married. And Rebel Wilson is very beautiful and she was always 
a fuller girl. She was a funny girl in Pitch Perfect and Bridesmaids. She really slimmed down and then left her boyfriend, who was the heir to the Anheuser-Busch thing that also dated Adrian Maloof. Right. They broke up. And then she announced, I'm dating a woman. I'm in love. And today she said, and I have a baby girl. I mean, the ultimate lesbian. So. (laughs) I mean, seriously. She said, thank you to my surrogate. She's 42. I don't know if she retrieved her eggs and put it into circuit. I don't know why she didn't want to carry her own baby. Maybe medically she couldn't. And let's just be fucking honest. You've been having your whole life, and now you're like a size four, and you have the money, and you're also working as an actress as this size, Mm -hmm. and we have the ability to have someone else carry your baby. I don't, I think that's what made sense. That's my opinion. That's what made sense. It wasn't like she was going to get knocked up with the lesbian. So it was going to be a planning situation no matter what. Right. So I think she planned to harvest the egg, whether it's her egg or someone else, or maybe it's the wife's egg. I don't know. And then put it in another woman who carried it successfully and the baby's healthy. And the baby's name is Royce, as in Rolls Royce. Royce. Royce Lillian. Um, What a weekend. Like this is, I think this is, the, I think this is the fastest a lesbian has ever done it. Seven months in a relationship, married. Oh wait, I just realized something. It's not this girl's. It's not this girl's egg. Then the baby was already b- cooking when she met her. Yeah. Wait, have they met seven months ago or engaged seven months ago? They got married. So she might. They? She may have already been pursuing single motherhood yeah then fell in love and then was like the baby's here or the baby's coming any minute let's make it official because i want you to share this experience with me and be her other mother i mean this is the ultimate earliest post together was november 2021 but they did not make their relationship official till january 2022 so the first post was november 2021 which means no november 2021 which means just a year ago and it takes approximately, you know, 10 months. It might have been in the works. Might have already been in the works. She might have already done the egg retrieval or whatever, met her, and then come January, they were a full-blown couple, and yeah. the baby was already now in a surrogate. By January, the baby would have been in a surrogate. Yeah, because it's 10 months. It's actually not nine. Really? It's 10. The yeah. whole time? Yeah. Oh. oh. I was it's more. Months. It's more, it's, well, it's 40, it's 40 it's more like 40 weeks, not 36 weeks. I don't know. Who cares? Well, someone, I, who someone I'm sure will correct me. Okay. But I mean, that was the fastest U-Haul lesbian yeah. relationship I've ever witnessed. Like, everyone's like, oh, lesbian wedding. No, this was a lesbian wedding. Well, these girls fell in love after one pageant. No, I don't know. They may have known each other. But Miss Argentina and Miss Puerto Rico also got married. And both the sets of lesbians... Um, Rebel Wilson and her wife, very beautiful, but very similar looking. Mm-hmm. And these girls are, they're blonde beauties. And these girls are raven haired, very pretty beauties. Um, both, you know, darker skinned and dark, uh, you know, and dark hair. And so, I mean, people like to marry themselves. I mean, they look I mean, a lot of like. Thing. Yeah. Have you seen, have you seen gay couples on Instagram? They kind of, you know, look a little the same. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I mean, I don't. I don't look this. I do? No, we don't. We do? No, you don't really look the same, but you do have similar uh, good hair. Yeah. You and Evan, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not like 
twins. But no, you're not like yeah. same physical bodies or yeah, anything no, no, like no. that. Um, yeah. Like attracts like, you know. I also think May, December, gay, gay romances are very much similar looking guys. May, December's? Like, so if the guy is like, you know, 50, it's like, and he has a younger boyfriend or husband mm-hmm. who's like, let's say the, that is 28. It always looks like a younger, like better version than him. Like he just married someone. Not always, but I've seen a lot of couples like that. Yeah. And there's been times when I've literally been out and talking to two men and assuming they were a couple, and it was just father and son. Oh, hot! We're like yeah. a March. We're like a March July couple, <laughs> if that's a thing. Hilarious. Um, this guy from the Fire Festival, Billy McFarlane, he has gotten out of prison. And back to his old ways. And he's going to be doing a whole festival. And uh, no, we don't know what he's going to be doing. What, what I saw on primetime is he, they, they're like, oh, and you're up to another adventure. He's like, and he's teasing it. And so then people wrote about it like, what did you get out? You're doing another scam. And Vulture went. And saw what it was, and he's like, "You're to get a clue to play this pirate game that everyone can be included in. This like, I don't know if it's going to be a festival or a game or whatever, but he asked for your information. And so this writer from Vulture was like, absolutely not. But someone from TMZ did. Yeah. So someone from TMZ is going to go through and report what happens and if their bank account gets cleaned out or if they actually go to a pirate party or what. Could you imagine a pirate party? Like, what do pirates do? Plunder. They steal from people. They set Sounds fire. Good. It's a treasure fire map. Fire to villages. Fire it's, festival. It's a treasure like, map. This is just a, a, a scream for uh, help. He did spend 10 months in solitary, solitary confinement. Which well, he I had think... some time to come up with some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> and he went with pirate theme. No, and, go back. Back and to jail. Here, and here, and it reminded me of Anna Delvey, yeah. our favorite. She's out of prison. She did not go to Germany. She's living in New York. And... Um, and since you're do the best Anna of anybody, I just want to ask you if I was interviewing you, Anna, I heard that you're doing a kind of festival. Can you explain a little bit? Like who's going to go? What's it going to be? It's yeah. only going to be the most exclusive party. We're going to have everybody, all the celebrity chefs will be cooking the food. All the grilled cheese sandwiches will be made by Golden Ramsay. Oh, nice. Um, we're going to have like the cast of The Crown will be there. Oh, wow. Um, also, the dragons from Game of Thrones will be there. You can They're actually, all going to the music you festival. You can ride the dragons. They don't know yet, but we will have dragon riding. So, yes, it's only exclusive and uh, very VIP. You're right. Nobody has done anything like that, Anna. I know. I can't help it, but I'm a, I'm a genius, you know? <laughs> you are a genius. <laughs> Do you know that she looks... You know who she looks like in this picture? Do you remember the little the little Russian guy, Hasbullah? No. Have you all seen him? No, He's like no, a no. little tiny like person. But like if like I'll I'll send it to you. It looks like Hasbullah in an Anna Delvey wig. I'll I'll show I'll show him to you. He's a viral sensation. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Justin. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming this thank weekend. Thank you, everybody. Check out his fabulous podcast. Just saying. Yes. And of course, follow you at Justin Martindale Please if do. you aren't already. And do you have any upcoming? Th- things besides just just being a juicy scoop i think i have let's see we've got thanksgiving okay great Uh, we also have a christmas party coming up which we'll find the date for that but yes yes i'll be around i'll be here in la until probably i think uh yeah end of the year oh we'll have you back on in a couple weeks please do i need to talk to you about the most important television show ever in my life and that's sister wives oh my god it's gotten 
really good, boring as ever, moves like molasses, but I can't stop watching it. As you know, we have Cody and his four wives, and Christina's leaving. So last night, um, they have their outdoor meeting. They still are, I guess, concerned about COVID. So they sit outside with, you know, their five chairs six feet apart. And Christine says, my house is sold. They live in Flagstaff, Arizona. And I am taking my youngest daughter and the two of us are leaving Cody and all of you to move to Utah where my older daughter is married and lives. And she said, you know, that's it. We've been struggling for a long time. And Mary is totally bitter because she's like, you don't just give up on the family. Like Cody, you know, and I haven't gotten along for years and we haven't been intimate in years, but I'm staying because I think there's still hope. And then they cut to Cody, who's doing his interview, and he goes, I wouldn't care if Mary left for good and found somebody else. I wouldn't care. <laughs> like She has no idea. Meanwhile... She's at her Airbnb that she had with her mother, but the mother passed. And then she goes, um, I'm here. She does like a video. They're doing a lot of filming by themselves, which, by the way, these are the poorest reality stars I've ever seen. I don't know how little money TLC has been paying them, but they've been on for 12 years. And and they film a lot of them their stuff themselves. They show them putting a bed together. They just put a camera in the corner. She's doing like a... Instagram Live with her best friend, Mary, which that doesn't require any TLC, you know, video professional. And she's sitting there with her friend laughing so hard. And Cody's like, I'm I'm glad that Mary has a friend outside of the family because the family doesn't really like her. I mean, it is so awful. Okay, so she's pissed because she's like, I stuck through it. Why don't you? And Christine is like, well, I'm just, I haven't been happy for a long time. We haven't been romantic for like a decade. And, you know, and she goes, and Cody plays favorites, favorite wives and favorite kids. And that's not myself or my kids. She basically says that. Janelle, the one in the orange over here, she's nice. She and Christine love each other. They raise their kids together. Her kids, like, like their kids all like each other. And Janelle's daughter, Maddie, lives in North Carolina with her husband, Caleb. And Isabel is Christine, who's leaving. That is her daughter. And she's going to go to community college, which is near Caleb and Maddie's house, and live with them. And she's like, I am just so excited for Isabel to be with Caleb and Maddie. They're so excited for her. She's so close to them. And Caleb, Caleb just can't wait for her to come. And it's so great for her to see a wonderful marriage and how a wonderful marriage looks. Am I the only one thinking that this might be maybe not the intention? I'm just saying prediction. Would not be surprised if in a few years, Isabel was, quote unquote, marrying into this family. I know some people, I, if the sister wives watch this, they might get very upset with me. You 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 came from a polygamous family, Christine. You were in one. It didn't work out because of Cody. So if Caleb could be great to two wives, I'm just saying, has anyone else thought this? Okay. So 
Anyway, Robin, who's been the favorite, favorite, is the fourth wife, who is the actual only legally married wife because she brought three children into the marriage with Cody as the fourth wife. And he was like, can I marry her, Mary? Can I divorce you? And can I marry her so that her kids can, I don't know, have health insurance or something? I don't really know why. But they did it that way, and Mary agreed. And since then, during the three years of COVID, Robin and Cody were like covid terrified COVID people. And so he really used that, I think, as an excuse to like never really see any of the other wives, any of the other kids. And it ruined an already bad situation with Christine. So Christine's like, I'm leaving. That's it. And Robin starts getting so mad. And she says, um, Christine goes, it's been bad since we all lived in the cul-de-sac in Las Vegas. And Robin goes, that's not true. You're lying. You're lying. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. And it's like so weird because it's Robin who's the fourth wife. It's like, I just don't think I want to be stuck with this guy forever. And I feel bad because now the whole world is going to think I, as fourth wife, like ruined this polygamous family when that is not what I signed up for at all. And that's what I find so interesting. And now Cody says, we have been public for 12 years And I set out as my purpose to show the world that polygamous marriage works. And by you leaving and you deciding that it's over, even though I didn't want to have sex with you and I never came to visit, but by you leaving, now it puts a crack in the facade that polygamy isn't as great as what we said. And now I look like a fraud. So again, it's not even about Christine's happiness or about the happiness of the family. It's still about him because he's like, oh my God, now everyone's going to say this doesn't work. It, Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. And you know who's the most miserable of all? Cody. Cody's the most miserable of all because he has to live with himself. They only have to live with him just a little bit. And now one's in a trailer, doesn't have room for him and his hair products. That's Janelle. The, Mary, he wants nothing to do with. He's like, go live far away in your Airbnb. And... Christine is leaving to a whole nother state, back to Utah, and Robin is like, holy shit, this, I have to deal with this guy and his narcissism and his ego alone? And then also, where does the show go? I think they're all also freaking out, like, where does the show go? If Christine leaves, now the kids are getting older, we're not doing all this stuff together. Oh, by the way, the oldest son of Janelle's He got married, and I guess once he turned 18, he never wanted to be on the show or anything, but they were all invited to the wedding. I found out that behind the scenes. So there you guys go. Very juicy. Watch it. Um, Real, Also, Salt Lake, just all about the Mormons. I'm going to just do a fun recap on Salt Lake City of what made it juicy this week. Well, um, this guy is like a cute bear, and he, I guess, left the church too, and he's going to start a choir. for Heather Gay to sing in and like she's going to have auditions. So it started out like that. And then Lisa Barlow talked to her son about going to college and he's like, fudge college, mom. And she's like, I know you have your products that we set you up with your companies, but I still think that you should go, you know, I still think you should go to college. I mean, I want you to go to college. And she's in a lot of turmoil because the season has started where rumors are flying that Lisa Barlow, who has Vita Tequila, which, by the way, don't know, it, very hard to find. Send it to me, Lisa. You sent it to me when I was in Park City, Utah. I don't know where else to get it. Anyway, 
the girls were saying that she was blowing people to get Vita Tequila into restaurants and things, and that she was also blowing some guy to get jazz tickets for the family. She has since, you know, totally denied it. Meanwhile, this part's sad. Um, Whitney, who talks like this, her husband, Jason, he comes home and tells her he's been fired from his high position at a big MLM that sells, I think, vitamins. So he was like top tier, you know, helping with sales. And um, he starts to cry and she's like, let me get you a paper towel, which I thought was kind of rude because I don't think that's very soft. He already has kind of a little bit of a rosacea, but she's got her own skincare line. Maybe she can help. And she's crying. She's like, why? What happened? Why? Why would they fire you? What did you're so good at your job? What happened? And he's like, well, they said it's because you're a public person and um, you have a public image and it's just not working for the company anymore. Why? What have I ever done as a public personality to have any type of embarrassment on you or the company or my family? And then they cut to this scene from a year ago when she and Justin, her husband, are in their I, you know, I don't even think, I think she's topless, by the way. She's topless. She has just a G-string on or tiny underwear. He has shorts on. He has like tidy shorts on. And they, I don't know if they have mud or paint, but they're wrestling with all the cameramen and all the audio people. And then they put it on the show. I, I've told you this before. I don't know why Housewives is so into showing nude women all the time when 98% of the people that watch the show are straight women. So I, I don't get why they think that's so enticing to us, but maybe it's a way for us to rip on them after. I don't know. I don't know. But so that he got fired. She's sad about it. Then we find out that this other girl, Angie, her husband, like just admits, he's like, yeah, I started a fake Twitter account <laughs> just to troll some of the other housewives. What? This girl, Angie, is like a friend. She's trying to be on a housewife. And then he goes, well, you know, Angie was just, you know, got so much press, uh, so much got trashed in the press. So I didn't know how else to defend her, but to create a fake account called Shaw Exposed and go after Jen Shaw and Lisa Barlow. And so creepy. It's like a grown, like 50-year-old man that I believe has a lot of money. And I, he's doing this, like so weird. And Meredith is like, oh, my God, that's so um, disturbing, but you know what? They've been awful to you. You've been awful to them. At least you're owning it that you are a troll. So <laughs> weird. And uh, but his troll account, I guess, was doing great, and he was going after all of them. And I thought that was so bizarre. And then at the end of the episode, Jen Shaw goes out with a megaphone to rally up. Um, all the people that came to audition for Heather Gay's um, choir, which looked like there was about five guys. It looked like it was 5 p.m. at the Roundup in Dallas. Like, there's literally, like, five old gay guys, like, waiting to, like, sing their heart out. Like, the, nobody showed up to this thing. It was freaking hilarious. Okay, you guys, it's here. It's almost the end of the 2022 Live Juicy Scoop Tour. I do not want you to miss out. I have... A few tickets left for Boston. That is Thursday at the Wilbur Theater, Thursday, November 17th with Chris Frangiola. This is going to be such a great – all of them are going to be so great, you guys. We've had such a fun time doing these shows. There's only a few tickets left there. We just opened a few great, great seats that are left. Friday the 18th in Philly, Philadelphia. You guys get that. And 
I don't know. There's probably a handful of tickets of each. There's an early and a late show on Saturday, November 17th in D.C. at the Kennedy Center. All of that is at heathermcdonald.net. Pull over right now if you are in any of those cities and get your tickets right now because after that, it's over. I do not enjoy hearing your crying emails and messages about how you didn't get the tickets because I really don't know when you'll ever get to experience something like this. This is a completely brand new topical show, whether you came to any of my other shows or the streamer or saw my stand-up last year, this is this is why it's so great. Especially if you've seen our stand-up and you like our stand-up, you're going to enjoy seeing Chris and I together in a live setting doing crazy stuff that we can only do in a live Juicy Scoop. HeatherMcDonald.net. Thank you. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.